welcome to episode 85 of Reboot Audio. <laughs> I am your host, Jacob Lacey. I mean, Aaron Hahn taking the reins in the main podcast for once. It's like this podcast is the, uh, the, I can't think of a spinoff right now to use as a comparison. It's like the Big Bang Theory to uh, Gateway to Cinema's Young Sheldon. That's that's what we are tonight, ladies and gentlemen. All right. And I am joined as always Stretch. by yeah. David, Master Baja Blaster Becker. Whip it up, whip it up, whip it up. That's what I sing and listen to when I mix up the Baja Blaster. And Jacob, Master of some pretty terrible nicknames, Lacey. <laughs> That's me. I sound like I smoke 20 packs a day today, so, you know. So I gave the hosting responsibilities to Aaron, and uh, I'm just going to... Shut kinda... up, Pat. You can't talk anymore. We voted you out. It's 2018. And I'm just going to... I'm not going to listen to that, and I'm just going to keep talking. But I'm going to save my voice for the most part. And, you know, kind of let Aaron and David do the heavy lifting. But again, have never missed an episode. I didn't want to start that now. So, Aaron. Well, you know, it'd probably be the time to start that now. Because it's a new year. Mm-hmm. And we got a new episode for you. And we're going to be talking a little about the upcoming movies of the week, as always. We're going to be casting a Pokemon movie in our casting segment. The uh, Pikachu role is already settled, pretty much. Yeah. But, before we get into that, we're going to take a little look backwards. This is our 2017 Year in Review podcast. So We are going to be looking back on all the films that we watched in the last year. All and guys, them. we watched... Between the three of us, we watched 116 unique films from 2017. That's a lot. I forgot to check what our record was from last year, but I think it was like 113. I think we beat it. No, I've been stepping up recently. It's, yeah. (laughs) It It was all David, honestly. It was all David. Hard guys. Collectively, we watched. 21,969 minutes of new films this year, which told us about 366 hours and nine minutes of content. Which is only an hour a day, basically. Yeah, you know, that's less than the average person watches TV a day, so, you know. Or, or the we're president. Doing pretty, we're so. doing all right. We're doing all right. Yeah, it I mean, doesn't, doesn't count all of TV shows. I guess it does. <laughs> No, this this is only the movies that we yeah. Yeah. that are in the and only only the twenty seventeen movies too because yeah. then we'd have to <laughs> <go in. laughs> I don't even want to think about totaling how much of the year we all spent watching media. Yeah, that would but, be uh, horrible. All right, so guys, we are going to run through all of these films fairly quickly, but just give a recap of everything we watched this year. Mm-hmm. Starting in chronological order, which means, guys, we're saving the best for first. The best for first. First <laughs> film that we saw that was released this year. What's the one? The only. <laughs> bye bye, man. Yes. 
You were right. We're not lying. We are talking about the Bye Bye Man today. We are. Um, and uh, Lacey and I have seen this one. Yes. And, I am uh, not. David, we need to get you to watch this because you it's need amazing. To, you need to like understand being on the joke. Why this has become a recurring joke? It's an experience, honestly. You know, one of the best, even. I'd say. Yeah. It's just so charming in its incompetence, in its pure, thoughtless incompetence, <laughs> that I had to make it a recurring joke, yeah. you know? They dragged Faye Dunaway into this one. They just decided... Oh, yeah, she was in that. Yeah. They just decided, hey, you know, we hate people. So. Doug Jones showed up in what was presumably his street clothes, and they're like, yeah, that could be our costume, <laughs> Doug Jones. <laughs> Uh, the Bye Bye Man can make people <laughs> impotent, and uh, there's some point where uh, some guy just wants to commit suicide, so they just have to face the Bye Bye Man, and he ends up just chugging a gallon of bleach. Yeah. Like, he doesn't just drink a little bleach. Like, all he of it. He chugs the gallon of bleach. Like, at and some point, you'd be like, commitment. no, I can't keep doing this. <laughs> but he <laughs> just he keeps going, I guess not. It's, it's that kind of commitment. That is on display all throughout the Bye Bye Man. Yeah. And that's why it is a really terrible movie. I agree. I can't say anything more about it. This is kind of Aaron's meme here, so I'm just going to, you know, I let him run the run the show but on that one. We've talked about it enough. MMA. Yeah. So next up, Monster Trucks. Have fun on that one again. <laughs> which is a film that uh, I watched. And uh, bad. Yeah. Like I said, it's like the moviest movie to ever movie. There's so many cliches on display that it's it's almost a masterpiece. Almost, huh? Well, that's yep. why they're cliches in the first place. Because they're so good. Yeah, that's what they say. And that's why it lost hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. They just, it was too smart for the general movie going public. Yeah, the, the title alone. Yeah. Very clever. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Uh, Sleepless, which is another film I watched. They got tea. They got tea. I don't know what more to say outside the fact that this film does not have an ending, and I'll never understand why. Mm. Mm. But, well. yeah. All right. Next up, Split, which is a film we have all watched. Is this the first film that we've all watched? Yeah. Yes. So Wild. Remember how we were all like, yeah, Split's okay, I guess. It's now, like, in the bottom 15 of my list for the year. Like, it just slowly got pushed down. I'm like, oh, yeah, that movie kind of sucked. And I just kept pushing it down. So, it's number 72 out of 82. So, yeah, I don't really like it. (laughs) Yeah, I don't. I was never really big on it. But I think I've definitely gotten even more unfavorable as time goes on. And this is... It, You're saying that it did not age that, well. No. I mean, it didn't, like... I didn't respond to it well in the first place, but it's definitely aged poorly since then. Yeah. But just too much exposition and just the handling of mental illness and trauma is just way too yeah. poorly done to make me enjoy this movie. Yeah. David? thoughts 
I appreciated his acting ability, though. Yeah. In order to in order to be able to pull up all these interesting and different diverse characters, and then yeah, I, I want kind of want because didn't they say how many personalities were living inside him or whatever? I think it's like twenty seven, maybe. Twenty seven. I really want to see like all the because he had the audio file or slash video files on the on the computer. I really want to see all twenty seven of those. I know we got like a glimpse, but like. I want to see him just, like, go in, like, really just let loose one day, you know? I feel like it's pretty much guaranteed that more are going to show up in uh, Glass. Yeah. Yeet. Someone's excited for Glass. I am. I'm still excited for Glass, too, even though it's probably going to be bad. I'm not. I just can't do M. Night Shyamalan, man. I just can't. Ugh. All right. All right, moving on. Triple X. The Return of Xander Cage, which is a film that I watched. Yeah. And it's uh, it's about as dumb as the rest of them. And uh, so if you're if you're into that. Streaming now on Amazon. Is it now on Amazon? Yeah. Yep. Ooh, wild. Well, yeah, if you if you wanna see a really, really dumb movie that just uh, fuels Vin Diesel's uh, ego, and that's the sole reason why it was made then uh, go for it. All right. All right, moving on. A Dog's Purpose. Another film that only I have seen for uh, obvious reasons because it's bad. And if it wasn't a dollar rental, I would never have watched it. But uh, it's basically if you go to a movie for anything more than just seeing a cute dog on screen, (laughs) then this film has nothing to offer. Right, right, right. All right, guys. Now we're moving into February. Mm. First up, Rings, which Lacey and I have seen. <laughs> I have not. Aaron, you remember back to when I saw this movie, I'm sure, and the fiery rage that was inside of me after watching it. Yeah. Just how the nerve these people had to make this movie and allow people to pay to see it. It's disgusting. It's horrible. The beginning is literally one of the worst cold opens I've ever seen. And then if that wasn't enough, they do another cold open directly after. So what was the point of the first one? They just had that footage and they're like, well, here we go. That's basically how the entire movie feels is they had a bunch of footage and then realized, oh, it's probably finally time we release this and just hastily assembled something. Oh my god, it's so bad. I'm still very upset that this the failure of this canceled the Friday the 13th movie that was supposed to come out this year. Yeah. That's forever going to be the legacy of Rings to me. I hate you, Rings. I hate you so much. But, Lacey, do you like this next movie that you have seen? The Lure. I freaking love The Lure. I feel like that's one that's going to get shifted a little bit higher. The lure. Come time I write my, uh, write my year in review. But, uh, my God, what a good time, man. Just weird. Just so weird. Like, you, you guys know Fantastic Fest. I don't know if David does, but Aaron, you know Fantastic Fest. Yeah. This is such a Fantastic Fest movie where it's just, <laughs> like, so weird and, like, 
the a mixing of two like seemingly unrelated dramas or dramas uh genres i cannot speak today i'm sorry guys but like this uh this really dark weird gross horror mixed with a comedic musical is just like one of the weirdest pairings i've ever seen and i love it so much for that so on that alone i'd say that this is one of the better movies of the year but my uh, top 20, or my top 10 is really shaping out to be more of a top 20 this year, where I'm like, yeah. any of these movies are, like, really great. So, that's I in know, there, the too. I know, yeah. I'm excited to see the lore at some point. It's good. You'd like it, I'm sure. All right, Lacey, you have also seen John Wick Chapter 2. I have. Again, another one that kind of has been pushed down recently, just because of everything else that I've seen. But, man, John Wick 2. It's a good John Wick, and if that's what you're looking for, that's what you're going to get. It's um, at least in the top two of the of John, the Wick John Wicks, yeah. But wow. Atomic Blonde beats both of them, so <laughs> I don't know. Well, don't we'll know get to that one. To really we'll there, but. but next up, the Lego Batman movie. Love it. Which Lacey and I have seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love Second it. best I'd... animated movie of the year. I think this is the only 2017 film that I've rewatched already. Which wasn't entirely my choice, but also... Big Sick. Oh, yeah, and Big Sick. <laughs> but uh, it's a good one to rewatch because it's mm-hmm. really funny. And there's a lot of in-jokes and references that you don't get the first time around. So. Down with the Lego movies. Give me real animation. Revolt. That, it, it is real animation. It is like some of the best animation that's out there right now. <laughs> like, I don't know what you're talking about. All right. All right, let's see. This one's for you again. Prevenge. Prevenge is great. Another one that's like low. All right. I, I'm going great right out the gate. I'm going to say it's good. It has a lot of things that I'm like, ah, this could have been taken more in one direction. Like it does not really live up to the full uh, premise. It doesn't live up to the full potential of the premise. But what is there is really good. And I think, I forget the lead actress's name who also directed it. She is great. So, oh yeah, what is her name? I don't I forget. Yeah, but uh, that's a good one. That's one this, that like, again, uh, really another fantastic fest type movie. I don't know why that's all that happens in uh, January and February, but here we are. This is one that I really wanted to get to, but never ended up doing so because I couldn't find it for rental anywhere except for iTunes, and I never had iTunes credit. Yeah. Uh, all right. So moving on, one we have all seen. A Cure for Wellness. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I'll let you guys cover this I wanted this, this movie one. to be much more than it was. But not much more in time, right? Because no. two hours and 20 minutes or whatever this thing was, way too long. Very long. Had some weird scenes in it, like the whole uh, bar scene, dan- bar dancing scene. Yeah. I was like... Especially with the girl, like, cause isn't she like looks really young, but isn't young? Know, yeah, I don't know. I wanted this movie to be more. I I didn't want to say I had high ex, I had high hopes, and fortunately, they, nothing nothing really came out the way I wanted it to. Yeah, no, that about sums it up. It has potential, but because that like that kind of movie is one of my favorite kind of movies, but you no, know, like 
gothic horror or just kind of like yeah because it had such a Shutter Island vibe. yeah psycho uh, paranormal dynamic movie feel trippy yeah that's my kind of movie I don't know CGI deer that's all okay, I have to say okay. about this movie <laughs> Oh, speaking of, speaking of CGI deer, that's gonna be my new um, David. The David. Is it best or worst CGI deer? I don't know. I've debated that. I was thinking best. Best or worst CGI though? When why would you just stick straight to deer? That's only one movie. Because because you specifically bring up deer. Really weird category. Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, get out. I, I, we can talk about it too. later, but okay. I don't know if I want two animal Davids. You know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. well, mm-hmm. I'm running through the errands now, but we'll yeah, talk about we'll it talk later. About it. But next up, mm-hmm. another film we have all watched, Fist Fight. I hate uh, this movie so much. It's not I, funny. I, I like Charlie Day. I just like him as a person. I, I want to go. I just want him to see him. See him in It's Always Sunny. Uh, I remember Jake said when he got like finished the movie, he goes it was all, the only funny thing was the scene with Charlie and um, daughter dancing. Yeah, and that's only funny because it's shocking. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah. it's not very good. I I went and saw it even though I knew it wasn't going to be good. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I rented it for a dollar even though I knew it wasn't going to be good, and it wasn't. Yeah. All right, next up, The Great Wall, which Lacey and I have seen. Lacey more recently than me. I, I saw this, too. Oh, you did? Is it on my letterbox? I didn't see it on there. Or maybe I forgot to write it down. I saw this, too. All right. I'm sorry, what well, did you say? The Great Wall. Oh, yeah, that movie sucks. I hate this movie. <laughs> I like, all right, here's two things I like. The use of color. I think that's sort of unique for this type of movie, especially in the whole finale is set in that sort of stained glass uh, pillar or whatever. I don't know what you'd even call that. Um, yeah. And then some of the action was like, okay. But, oh my God, I just did not care <laughs> at all about this movie. Matt Damon's talking and I'm like, please just... Get to the horrible CGI creatures again. Like, that's better than this. So, Yeah, that's pretty much exactly how I felt about it. Yeah. I, I liked it. I liked it when I first... I didn't, okay, I didn't like the movie, but I thought it was hilarious because it was like, oh, the Great Wall. It's like, we're defending it from like the people. So, and I didn't know anything about this movie. All of a sudden, I was like, there's aliens and monsters? Is this okay, like, just because like, I was just hyped because I was like, Oh, it's not gonna be traditional. It's gonna be something stupid, and I'm gonna kind of laugh at it. So yeah. I like how the monsters never try to attack one of the places where the wall is like not heavily guarded and in right. fact very like low to the ground and unprotected and unfortified. I love how they don't try to yeah attack any place. Like literally, they cannot guard that entire wall. <laughs> nope. Yeah. All right. Moving on, uh, American Fable, which Lacey has seen. I came out of that one like, okay, sure. And now I'm just like, why was that a movie? Why did you do this? Why? So that's where I'm at now. 
Oh, okay. It's just, it's boring. So, that's like one of the worst things a movie can be, so. Alright, Lacey, what about this next one? Love Song. Aaron, I'm disappointed you did not watch it. I had other things to get to, you know. Also disappointed you didn't watch Mother, but we'll get there. We'll get there. Love song. I still really want to watch Mother. Is a love song. That's all I can. That's all I can really say about it. No, I, I mean, I just. Uh, I just recently watched this, so I just kind of recently talked about it, but. Yeah, it is. It is that simplistic nature of of dialogue and very realistic acting, and uh, I don't know. I love it. I love uh, Riley Keough and Jenna Malone in it. I think they're great, and I love just the whole premise of the story. I don't know. It's a it's a tearjerker. It's gonna get some tears from you. But Basically, it's, it's not hard for a movie to make you cry. We have established all that. All right, moving on, moving on. <laughs> all right, next up, uh, XX, which Lacey and I have seen. Yeah. Again, one I was pretty high on when I first saw it. But then, yeah, the more I thought about it, I'm like, it doesn't flow at all. Yeah, same. Like, the, the shorts don't have, like, any consistency in tone or content or style. So it's just, they're all somewhat entertaining on their own but it just doesn't add up to a very fulfilling experience yeah i like the first one the first one i think is like honestly the best one and then they just keep going downhill from there although the second one's pretty all right yeah yeah so. aaron i do have the great wall marked if you're wondering you just missed oh, it. i must have uh either missed it or forgotten it's to write okay. down your thing it's okay that, it's that's why good. that's why you're here to uh step in if i forget anything all right, guys, got a big one, which we have all seen. Get out. Yeah. Spooky. It's a good movie. This is, I have moved this film up to my number one movie of the year. Wow. A combination of cha- kind of changing the, the factors I use to rank my list this year, tweaking a little bit. Well, I'm all, like, I also want to kind of consider the impact that the movie had to kind of like cinema and culture within the year. And I think that this film is definitely the standout in that respect. So it's a film I really enjoyed watching. It's a film that has made me think while watching it and has lingered in my mind since watching it. And I think it's a film that has a profound, has had a profound impact on uh, the cinema going culture this year. So, yeah, that's why it's my number one. I, uh, it's a it's a good movie. There are really good parts. I think the writing's really great. I think the fact that it wasn't nominated for a best screenplay is a little, a little blasphemous, but that's all right. For Golden Globes, we don't know. I mean, it won't for the Oscars. So, like, I'm sorry, but. I'm telling you, if this thing doesn't, if if Get Out does not get a Best Picture nom, I'm not watching the Oscars. I'm 100% serious. I just don't. Very, very. I just don't think it needs one. It's said on public internet. (laughs) 
And nothing that you say on the internet can ever be taken back. No. Exactly. The internet's for. No, people can't change. And nothing like that. No. <laughs> um. Alright, yeah. I like David, Get Out, you got, fine. You got anything for Get Out? I enjoy Get Out. I... I kind of wish it was more scary than it was funny. But I, it is a comedy, of course, according to the Golden yeah. Globes. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know, but but maybe that's just my favorite. I love the comedy. I love the horror aspects of it. I like. I love. But I feel like I just wanted more horror. But maybe that's just my personal preference. Yeah, I feel that. All right, moving on. Lacey. Yeah. You know, I've seen this one. It's a uh, rock dog. We just talked about Rock, Rock Dog. Dog. I think we can... can shoot lasers out of his hand. And that's all you need to know about that film. Yeah. Moving on. Uh, My Life as a Zucchini, which Lacey and I have seen. Lacey, you just watched this, so I'll yeah. let you. Uh, great. Amazing. Um, best animated movie of the year. Did it win best animated film at the Oscars last year, too? No. What did, then? I don't think so. What, uh... Was it Zootopia? Was that last year? I don't remember, man. <laughs> I, I instantly forget the year before. Um, no, yeah, it, it's great. I think the characterization of these little clay clumps is just really great. And uh, it's a heartbreaking, joyous story at times. So, And only an hour, so you got time. Yeah. It's impressive how much it makes you feel in just an hour. Yeah. All right, Lacey, how do you feel about I don't feel at home in this world anymore? I really like I don't feel at home in this world anymore. I think it isn't quite what I was expecting, which kind of hurt it a little bit. I was expecting, like, green room levels of, like, extreme craziness, and I think it goes there sometimes. There's some (laughs) moments that get there. But uh, either way, uh, Melanie Linsky, I believe is how you pronounce her name, she is great, and Elijah Wood is doing a really weird uh, role in this, and I think that's what made me want to cast him in uh, Fast and Furious last week. (laughs) Um, So, I like it. I like it. Alright, next up, another one we have all seen, Logan. This was my new favorite superhero movie and a very strong film of this year. I hope it gets a nom for something. Yeah, I don't think it has any Oscar chances, but this no. is very high on my list. Not my favorite superhero film. It's not going to surprise The Dark Knight, but... Can no. it get, like, Best Blood Splatter? That's my David, Best Blood Splatter. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll have to... He's going to take a while to figure out what all the nominees are but oh yeah yeah don't watch john wick 2 there's quite a bit of cgi blood so it's not even worth it yeah i want all my movies to have real blood splatter yeah, yeah. Not, re- not, okay. not even that corn syrup no. nonsense you know like the go C- all in all right come on the cgi blood splatter is horrible right like we can all agree on that it just looks like garbage yeah um yeah, I mean, I who would have thought I would come out of this whole podcast 
liking Logan the least of the three of us. But yeah. I think it's a fine film. I just feel like some of its parts are a little played out, a little uh, overdone, and a little cheesy. So, just it's my thoughts. I don't know, man. I think that it has a, a few flaws, but I just I love the direction it took. I love how it kind of transformed the character into like the Western archetype, and you know used all those tropes. Yeah. And you know, it's a it's a superhero movie that made me tear up at the end. So I love it. I uh obviously I liked it somewhat. It's my highest rated superhero movie for the year. So it's not like I hated it or anything, but I'm just I'm not quite as high on it as everyone else, I guess. So Alright, moving okay. on. Uh Before I Fall, which Sorry. I have seen. Yeah. Just talked about this last week. It's not the worst Groundhog's Day ripoff you could find, but it's not worth seeking out. Alright, so moving on. Kong Skull Island. Lacey and I have seen this. I think it has some pretty fun monster fights, but is way overcast. And it doesn't have, you know, you don't like any of the characters, really. Um, I'm very anti-art, so... <laughs> I really hate this movie. Um, no. That feud was so long ago. <laughs> I'll never let go. <laughs> I'm dying, everyone. I'm not really dying. I just feel kind of bad for saying that now. Um, yeah, no, I mean, it's it's whatever. It's not as good as Godzilla. Doesn't, no. doesn't quite have the direction or cinematography that Godzilla really put Godzilla super high in the echelon of monster movies for me. So it's kind of disappointing when the next one in the series is like, uh, I mean, there's like some okay stuff in it, but you cast Brie Larson in a role that literally does nothing the entire movie. So you played yourself. Yeah. All right. Next personal shopper, which Lacey and I have seen. Yeah. Another really great one. One yeah, that Kristen Stewart is fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I like the whole kind of postmodern gothic horror, you know, genre so blend weird. thing. It's so weird. It's a really fascinating film, so it still ranks pretty highly for me. Same. It's moved down just because it's one that, like, it's not one I'm ever going to be like, let's pop in personal shopper and just have a good time. But, like, I recognize how amazingly like profound this movie gets and like the weird I like like the different ideas it has on life and the afterlife and all that kind of stuff so yeah it's very interesting alright Raw <laughs> Lacey I think you remain very favorable to this very favorable towards Raw I'm like it's not as memorable as I thought it was going to be but I think that it's a really really solid and enjoyable horror film you know nice blend of comedy and uh, horror there's the the finger eating scene oh my god (laughs) yeah Uh, despite myself this is my third horror movie on my list I have It at number 10 and Get Out at 12 and Raw at 13 
And, like, I realize it's not quite as well constructed as those other two movies. And also, it just hit me in, like, a weird way where I'm, like, mm, childhood. Mm. So, but Raw, man. Raw's amazing. Um, and I'm excited to see more of that director's work because she is really great at making that movie feel gruesome and uh, just all together heartbreaking in a lot of ways like it's a really messed up weird story and i love it yeah a lot of weird ones in these first three months i don't know yeah all right beauty and the beast sorry <laughs> sorry aaron that's uh, all I, can say. I watched and we talked about this last week it's it's so unnecessary yeah. why did this film make over 500 million dollars in america alone <laughs> Because it's no, a reboot. No. It's Disney. It's stupid. Yeah. You know, you're right. <laughs> but no one emailed me to explain this. So No one emailed you about it? Really? No one, no one emailed me because there is no answer. And that's why no one emailed. It's because everyone realized there is no answer as to why people cared about this movie. So moving on. Uh, the Devil's Candy, which Lacey has seen. Yeah. It's a movie. Again, we're just one of those like weird, like sorta it's taking an interesting look at the horror genre and it's not gonna nail all of it, but it's more of a mood piece than anything. And I think that's maybe all I can say about it right now. It's that's just what it is and it's a breezy one hour and ten minutes or something and Yeah, I noticed when uh adding up the minute totals that the when they showed it at festivals it was like ninety minutes and then the theatrical cut was like 79 minutes so i wonder what they why that decision was made i don't but. know i don't know that's i did not know that but now i'm interested in learning what happened there but. i don't know all right next uh chips <laughs> which uh i'm the only one who has seen this uh there <laughs> seems to be a trend of aaron is the only one who watches all the terrible movies yes. but that's what i'm here for and uh chips is truly awful and, you know, misogynistic and homophobic and just all around a terrible movie. Moving on. Woo! Uh, Life, which I, <laughs> only I have seen. I just uh, couldn't bring myself to do it, Aaron. Just just watch Alien instead. Yeah. That's one of the greatest sci-fi movies of all time, so. All right, next, Power Rangers. Again. Which I have seen. Uh, actually, still ranks fairly highly... Like, relatively highly to, like, what you would think for Power Rangers. Because I think they did a really good job of assembling a cast of young, talented actors and endearing them to the viewer. It's just that the rest of the movie doesn't work. That there's, like, no action at all. All the action is squeezed into, like, the last ten minutes. And the film is just so tonally confused with its villain. So. How, but, how is Elizabeth, uh... What's her name? She's way overacting. Oh, totally. But uh, I would honestly really enjoy if they made a sequel and kept the same cast and just fixed those problems. So next up, uh, Wilson. Oh, yeah. So this is a new one. Like, okay, sure. A little too nihilistic for my taste, I think. Um, like, I don't, I don't mind that. And also, like, if that's people's thing, go for it. 
But I think as far as, like, my, this is one of those things. Not everything's made for everyone. I don't think this was made for me. And so, like, as I'm watching it, I'm like, all right, I like Woody Harrelson in this role. He's pretty funny. And then Laura Dern comes in, and then I'm, like, riveted for the next 40 minutes. And then she leaves, and then it's like, okay, well, now I'm back to this again. So. Yeah. I like Laura Dern, though. So what can I say? I would wish I was her best friend. But do you like this next film, The Boss Baby? <laughs> like, more, like, despite myself, there there's some good parts of The Boss Baby. <laughs> right? I think I actually recently moved this up higher after yeah. watching The Honest trailer. Because yeah. I was just like, you know, this film makes absolutely no sense. But it's honestly kind of fun. Yeah. And honestly... It's- Aye, aye, aye. They put a Beatles song in there, so they're automatically going to gain points for me. And, like, I don't do, like, the Aaron, uh, the Aaron's, like, you do, like, the different categories. But if I did, like, best musical score, I honestly think Boss Baby would be in the competition. Only for, uh, I, I forget who it was. Was it Giacchino? Who did it? It might have been Hans Zimmer. He it was, typically it was, does the it was, DreamWorks. It was Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer does this amazing piece where he takes the Beatles' Blackbird and, like, makes it orchestral and huge, and it's so freaking amazing that I'm like, this is way better than the movie has any right for it to be. Like, I... Yeah, I think that's what we can say about the boss paper. Yeah. Alright, next up, Ghost in the Shell. I hate it. Lacey, you just watched it. I hate it so much. a long time ago. I wonder if there's a little difference of opinion in that I watched the original anime first, and mm. so I was like, okay, mm. it does a cool job of uh, transferring those visuals into live action, but the story just does not work with what the the themes of the of the original story was supposed to be. Like, it's like if Blade Runner had like a bad spinoff. Like that's my only reaction to it. That I'm like, oh yeah. This is just Blade Runner, but bad. Like, I don't know what... What? Like, am I right? Is that just what... That's not what, like, it's supposed to be, but, like, this film, I can't blame you for taking that from it. I'd still really recommend the original film, but, you know, whatever. All right, next. The Black Coat's Daughter. Mm. They see you and I were very high on this film when it first came out. I'd say I still and am. I still really like it. I think it's in like my top twenty or so. But yeah. I I don't know if it's really stuck with me as much as a lot of other horror films that came out this year. But I do think that you know the cast is excellent. Uh, Kieran Shipka and Emma Roberts, you mm. know, solid cast, and definitely a lot of like creepy moments. You know, nice mood, slow burn piece. Oh my god, it's so good at that. I think, uh, I think what what uh, people really have to understand. I think once they read like my list, and I don't know where it's gonna. I don't know. You only do your top ten, correct? Yeah. So they won't really hear about this movie at all, probably. But uh, I think my list specifically like obviously it's catered to like what i really like and i found recently that like slow burn horror that like is so weirdly atmospheric and especially the uh um i forget the director's name now but his like oz perkins, oz perkins thank you 
I was going to say Frank Oz, and I'm like, no, that's Yoda. <laughs> um, I think his personal brand of slow, slow burn horror and atmosphere building is so, like, akin to what I'm looking for in a horror movie that mm-hmm. it just it sold me from minute one. So that's where I'm yeah. at with this one. All right. Next, uh, The Discovery, which is a film I watched fairly early in the year. What did you discover and about it? I discovered throughout the year that I really did not like this as much because I was like fairly middling on it when I first came out of it. Mm-hmm. And then it continued to drop and drop in my ranking as more films were added because it just it doesn't do anything interesting with its premise. So I don't know. Yeah. Didn't really care for it. All right, next, uh, Smurfs The Lost Village, which I watched. Uh, Losing losing respect. (laughs) I had to beat Lacey, and I did. You did? Oh, yeah, we didn't didn't discuss that. how many movies? We did not discuss that. Uh, Yes, he beat me. By seven movies. So you could have cut that movie. But I didn't know that at the time. I think you did. I I hope you know, Aaron, I am coming out swinging this year. Just what? swinging. I'm coming out swinging this year. Right, Once right. I'm done seeing Shape of Water and like a couple of the other ones that I still need to see from 2017, I'm coming out swinging. I'd expect nothing less from another uh, embarrassing defeat. Not so. as embarrassing as last year, although I don't remember the final count on last year either. I don't. But so. 80, 89 to 82. We've That's seen right. a lot of movies. Too many. <laughs> All right. Anyway, Smurfs. It's very bland and mediocre, but at least it's better than another live-action film. Uh, going in style. Lacey, you watch this. Just talked about it last week. Good 20-minute chunk in there, but everything else, not good. All right. Uh, Colossal. Lacey, you and I have seen this. Yes. I still really like this film. It's just barely got pushed out of my top yeah, ten. Same. But I think it's a very creative screenplay. I think there's some great performances from Anne Hathaway and Jason Sudeikis. And, you know, I like the kind of, like, deconstruction of toxic masculinity and the way they worked within a low budget. The way, like, weirdly, I I read something earlier today, like, about 2017 movies that tackle in some, either, like, in a big way or a small way, tackle the idea of toxic masculinity, like, tons. And I'm thinking about it, like, yeah, Lady Bird in some way, uh, Three Billboards especially handles that whole idea, um... And then Colossal, I think of them all, Colossal handles it the best. In the whole, um, what's his name? What's the guy's name? Which guy's? The lead, male lead. I can't remember his name. Jason Sudeikis. Thank you. The way he portrays that character is so realistic and so like believable and haunting and just so, just, it's great. I think Colossal is a movie that probably everyone should watch. It's up there. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Next, The Void, which I watched. Mm -hmm. This is one I was really excited to watch because it looked like a very visually interesting and trippy horror film. And it is for, like, the last ten minutes of the film, but the first section of the film is so boring and the actors are so bad that it's just not really enjoyable to watch. So So next, uh, The Fate of the Furious. Hey, hey. No, this uh, moved down so far. <laughs> it's, I, I still have this probably way 
more way higher than it deserves. Right. But uh, I'm just I, I I like the Fast and Furious movies, man. Like I do they're too. so bad, but I love them. It's it's that weird thing, right? Where it's like when you're making a list, you have to judge against are they actually good, and how much do I like it? And of yeah. the Fast and Furious movies, like I like certain aspects of it, but it is overly long. What, definitely. There's too much. The um, plot doesn't make any sense. No. And of all the Fast and Furious, I'd say seven's still my favorite. Oh, um, for sure. And then five, probably, and then six. No, not six. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why I'm ranking these right now, but I think <laughs> eight like had some good ideas that were like, okay, like zombie cars. That was amazing. I wish there was more yeah. of that. And then yep. like it just kind of gets cut off a little early. And then they end it all in the sub, uh, the whole sub yep. chase, which seems really like subpar compared to a lot of uh, the finales. <laughs> subpar. Yeah, I was, good pretty, one. I was pretty proud of that good. one. So I didn't even play <laughs> it for laughs. So I was just like, hey, I wonder if people are going to. All right. Um, anyway, uh, yeah. you made a better joke than any of the jokes in this next film, uh, Sandy Wexler. So Sandy Wexler. <laughs> Not the lowest comedy on the list. Again, no. fist fight. Still worse. But it's way too long. It's over two hours. Yeah. Like, if this movie was an hour and 30 minutes long, I think I might be way more forgiving. There's the one yeah. really good bit that, like, made me just lose my mind laughing. It was great. There's um, a few good jokes, and there's a, actually a solid emotional core yeah. to this film, but it's just way too long and dragged out, and, you know, they fill that runtime up with a bunch of mediocre stuff, and Adam Sandler is just doing his Adam Sandler voice the entire time, so it... Which I love, We're not its welcome <laughs> really quickly. Yeah. I, like, this is a movie that, like, you gotta give him props, for doing something a little more mature and, like, you know, really trying something different and, like, kind of moving in a direction that's less, like, juvenile humor. All of that is still here. Um, yeah. But, you know, props to Adam Sandler for trying, I guess. Yeah. All right. Free Fire. Lacey, you and I have seen this. David's seen it, too. Seen it. Oh, you did, David? So our hour count is completely wrong. <laughs> Yeah, David. Dave, we, David oh, yeah, our, our minute count is bigger than it actually was. Yeah. I remember, yeah, because you guys had the weird theater experience. Yeah, where the lady yeah. wanted, yeah, go back to that episode if you want to hear about a lady who stole a metal popcorn bucket and thought she could get away with it. <laughs> so I, once I realized what Free Fire was, I began to enjoy it a lot more. Because I didn't know what it was. It was just like, oh, yeah, it's this movie. And then once I'm like, oh, this is like kind of like a dark comedy. Oh, like, yeah. this is what exactly, like, that's what they're going for. Like, oh, haha, okay, this is funny. This is really funny. So, yeah. Took, yeah. took a, a second to get going. But once the cardboard going, armor is still one of the funniest bits <laughs> in a movie from the, 2017. What about the golden hour? The golden hour is good, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah. No, this is a movie that I like a lot more than I think people even gave it credit for. I think there's some good comedy here. And I feel some, like a lot of people didn't go see it. Yeah, a lot of good performances, too. Yeah, I think this had a great cast, 
and a lot of great humor. I was just disappointed by like the staging of the shootout itself, where it felt like a lot of close angles and oh, they yeah. didn't really uh, show us what the layout was very well. So I was just disappointed from that aspect. Yeah, especially by the end where they start crawling through the hallways. I'm like, I didn't even know those were there. I thought it was just a random warehouse, like just a empty warehouse. So yeah. I can see where you're coming from there. All right. Uh... Lacey, it's uh, time for one of your favorites, uh, Phoenix Forgotten. Why? No, dude, this is I, going sorry, so I, long anyway. I, I know. He's no. sick, and so it's not going to work. Phoenix uh, Forgotten is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Lacey, you're sick. Don't be hurting your voice. Please don't I don't know why I'm coming. doing... I know, I can't do it right now. I will do another one. I, like, I'm sure... 2018 is going to bring a movie that I hate so much. Um, Phoenix Forgotten, if it weren't for another movie on this list, I would call the worst movie of the year. Um, because Emoji Movie is not a, and that's not a movie. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. So uh, what you're talking about is this very next film, Unforgettable. Holy God, it's bad. I talked about it last week. It's so, so poorly written. Why, Rosario Dawson? Why? Yeah. All right, next up, one we have all seen, unfortunately, The Circle. Again, I just they, talked about that creepy like week. music. It's like, what do you know? Like, it's like all eerie and like, jump by the Yeah, that's it. It's bad. Favorite part of the movie is like, John, I saw, I should have just not seen the movie because I saw all of John Boyega's performances in the commercial. He's only in the movie like three times. Yeah. yeah. It's such a terrible performance. And like that ending makes no sense where he just like, oh, yeah, you did something. Sure. That's, we could have seen that on screen or something, but. They try to, know. they try to black mirror. They try to black mirror the ending. But it just does not work. Like the ending literally does not make sense. Well, you know what it is. It's the cir- it's the circle actually just blocking the true, the truth. It's the circle messing with the technology and doing some circle stuff. Oh, so the circle is the reason this movie's bad. Yes. Okay. All right. That's all I got to say about that. All right. Next, uh, how to be a Latin lover. Sorry, which bro. I watched. Because my dad rented it from Redbox. And uh, it's very comparable to Sandy Wexler, I guess, in that it has a few good jokes and it has a solid emotional core, but it's just way too long and uneven and padded out with unnecessary stuff. So, right, right. Okay. All right, next, uh, one we have all seen Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. I love, I love this movie. Oh, yeah. Again, despite myself, I realize it's not better than Guardians 1. I realize that it's not one of the better Marvel movies. But I love these characters and I love this world so much that there's no way I cannot be biased about this movie. <laughs> yeah. I didn't find it nearly as good as the first one, mainly because that freshness has worn off. But also because it, it like lost the cynicism and it lost the uh, kind of. What am I trying to say? It just, it was trying too hard to be the first one again, in a lot of respects. Mm-hmm. But it still was a really enjoyable movie, really funny, 
loved the soundtrack and loved like the climactic battle and all that. Do you do so. do you do a best soundtrack for I might this year just because there's, there's so been many so good many ones. that have but I already told you which one would Baby win. Driver. <laughs> yeah. Baby Driver. Although a second place could go to Guardians. Honestly, Dark Horse, it. It has a great soundtrack. So I'm, I do one that's like great best score, and I figured out that I am doing a best original song this year because I found enough nominees. You gotta watch the lure. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Alright. Anyway, uh, next up, The Lovers. Lacey, you watched this. Yeah, I mean, I just talked about this one a couple weeks ago. Um, so just brief thoughts. Yeah, it's, a, it's an 824 movie that is, you know, a, a, a deep study on not a deep study, but, it, you know, it, it looks at uh, a married couple who are cheating on each other with other people and then start cheating on those people with each other again. And it's just that weird kind of like, you know, uh, a comedy of errors, I suppose. And uh, has a great ending. Like one of the more clever endings. I'm like, where do you even go with this? And then they nail it. So it has a, has a very weak third, third act, though. I've had to move it down quite a bit. Because I'm like, oh, once that third act comes... The sun gets involved, and I'm just like, this is not good anymore. <laughs> so, there you go. All right. uh, King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. Saw this on HBO, uh, this and one. I was like, and nope. you didn't. <laughs> nope. You made the right choice because it's just, it's so bad. It's so bad. It's so unnecessary, and uh, I don't understand why they spent so much money on this film. They wanted and a franchise. Did not see the bomb coming. Who directed this? Guy Ritchie? Guy Ritchie. Why? <laughs> like, he's like a decent director. Why did they do this to him? <laughs> well, now he gets to move on to doing Aladdin. That's going to turn out probably as well as Beauty and the Beast. Moving on, uh, The Wall. Lacey and I have watched this. Oh, The Wall. Yeah, I'm like, the we wall, just yeah. talked about The Great Wall. What are you talking oh, about? The Great Wall. Not The Great Wall. The, the, the Wall, which is actually better, better than The Great Wall. Than the Great Wall. <laughs> But, I almost saw The Wall, but I chose to watch a different movie. I chose to watch Heist. But that's something um, different, so go on. Yeah, I think uh, it's, pre- it's, it's tense at a lot of moments, but it also stretches its premise too thin, and the ending doesn't work for me. But John no, Cena, surprisingly not a bad actor. Oh, he's pretty good. Can't wait to see him in Blockers, everybody. Uh, go home and watch the Blockers trailer tonight. <sighs> All right. I'm, I'm All right. good. I've talked okay. about that movie enough, I Next, think. Uh, Alien Covenant. Oh, no. This was such a disappointment. I wanted Prometheus 2, and I got... Uh, a small bl- glimpse of Prometheus a 2. A small glimpse of Prometheus 2, and that was the best part of this movie, so it just made it all the more disappointing. Is it bad that I've come like full circle, and now I'm like, yeah, I honestly think that the Prometheus 2 bit might be the best part of this movie. It's not bad, because that's the uh, correct uh, opinion. Like, I like the alien stuff just because I like the alien. I love that. Like, I, I've, I'm so, like, connected to that franchise now that I'm like, oh, yeah, show me that xenomorph, baby. <laughs> and uh, stuff happens. Although I don't even think this is technically a xenomorph in this movie, right? I don't know. The lore's gotten dumb. I, I really want him to just make... Something good again, Ridley Scott. 
Just make something good again. The Martian, fine, it's good. All the money in the world, I hear it's all right. But yeah. like, make a good sci-fi movie again, Ridley Scott. Why? Why won't you make one? I know you have it in you. Because he, he can't. Just do it. All right, moving on. Uh, <laughs> David, I noticed that you just watched this next one. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales. I watched it on the plane coming home to Michigan. So, yes. And let me tell you about it. I liked it just because I just because I like the pirate movies. Like you know how you were saying about the Fast and Furious movies, like oh I liked it, but like it's not a good movie. Yeah. I I definitely don't think it's the strongest pirate movie, like the original trilogy, but I still liked it because it was just another pirate story. I was and I was like okay, like the very bland opening. Okay, but like oh there's there's Jack. I'm I'm down. I, I like pirates. I thought the scene um, when Jack Sparrow and Captain Sarah, so I'm going to call him Captain Sarah Soto because I don't know how to pronounce his last name, yeah. but they were like jumping in between the cannons. I'm like, that that was fun. Like, that was a cool scene. I, I enjoyed it. I don't think it's the best movie. Yeah. Nothing yeah, will I've... beat Pirates 4. I mean, come on. I, but no, I'm with you, David, where it's like, I enjoyed it just because I enjoy the Pirates movies. And so it's not good. It has a lot of flaws, and Johnny Depp is just horrible in it. But um, In this and in real life. <laughs> he yeah. plays true to character, Aaron. <laughs> He's a true virtuoso of the screen. But I, I enjoyed it enough. You know what I didn't enjoy is this next film, uh, Baywatch, which David and I have seen. I rented this and I didn't know why? watch it. I was like, no. No, why? One of the big reasons that I didn't like Baywatch? Because Rob, not not Robert Downey Jr. Huh. Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson was shirtless for maybe one scene, but like, it's a movie about being on the beach. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Is he not shirtless the whole time? No. I'm no. glad I didn't no. watch it. I'm back, glad back I didn't watch it. Shirtless is, is, that, is, that, is that not a valid complaint? It is a real that complaint. That's the most valid complaint. And, and then Other I, complaints and then might be that it's really unfunny and nonsensical yeah, like, and doesn't understand and then, why Twenty One Jump Street works, but yeah. And then and then the whole like um, villain, it's like, well, I'm a woman or not like like her whole, <laughs> I'm a woman. I'm a woman. No, she like I remember her like her whole thing was like, I want to be evil because I'm a woman. I need like women to be evil or like not make mad. It was like this really like weird. I was like. It doesn't even make any sense. Like that's so forced. Like it was a like... very poorly written villain. Yeah, but the whole film was poorly written. But guys, yeah. the critics just didn't understand it. No, what I didn't understand is why did we need like a t- ten to fifteen minute no, yeah, ten minute scene of like his balls getting stuck in a chair and like how why how is that how you open this movie? I don't... like that, that. There's a major like part of how yeah all right the critics didn't understand (laughs) moving on uh captain underpants the first epic movie this was a huge nostalgia trip for me and i loved it for pretty much that reason alone but it's colorful it's creative great voice cast 
excited to see the television series that Netflix is doing now. Oh, really? About Captain Underpants, yeah. Interesting. All right. Next up, Wonder Woman. The best DC I'm film they've put out. Yeah, it's not even a question, really. Of this universe. I mean, Dark Knight, yeah. Batman Begins, and well, Dark Knight Rises would probably beat Wonder Woman. Yeah, all of those so. would be Wonder Woman. But this is when I've definitely, I've moved up a lot more in my ranking. Because when I first watched it, I was like, oh, the pacing's a bit weird, and it draws a little too much from Captain America's First Avenger. But as time go- has gone on, I'm like, but it's just such like a powerful movie. Mm-hmm. And again, kind of like that, that get-out criteria, where it's like how, the impact that this film has had. And I was like, this film has had a good impact on the world. So I'm going to move that up. Best action scene, I think, in 2017. No yeah. Man's Land. Like, like other action scenes, like, yeah, that's cool, that's whatever. But that scene was just downright inspiring. I started crying at that scene. So, I think I'm going to give the edge to that one. <laughs> like, anyway. All right. Uh, it comes at night. Oh. We have all seen. Ooh. This and, is a bit uh, of a three-way I did not difference. like this. Yeah, it's boring and unoriginal, and doesn't fulfill any of its promise. David, would you like to counter that? I, I enjoyed um, this movie and the, the tension that it brought and the tone. The first time that I watched it, I watched it recently again, like for a second time, and it did bring the same tone and tension because I'm like oh I know what happens so that's kind of frustrating so yeah you've still got it at a four and a half stars so Aaron Aaron if you had to give a rough star rating I'd give it like two and a half okay yeah and I'm somewhere in the middle of you guys because I think there's a lot of great there's a great exercise in anxiety and just What's beyond that corner? What's hiding in the shadows type thing? And, uh... Like, again, well, I, gotta, I, I think there are... Yeah, think of the double, the double meaning, like, what it comes at night. Like, it, like it's his nightmares. And then... Yeah. It's not only, like, the beast thing or whatever. the It may or may not be his nightmare. And then, like, it can also be, like, seen as, like, the like they did it to themselves. Like... The fear, the trauma, the anxiety, the stress of not knowing. Like, it is not knowing. You know what I mean? I Spoilers, spoilers for it. Spoil, for it. <laughs> spoilers for spoilers it comes for at it. night real quick. I think I would have liked it a lot better if literally none of them were sick. And they were just crazy. Like... They they just had built oh, themselves like up. No one actually gets sick. They're yeah, just killing because people. basically at the I thought they were going to end it right when they shoot um, Riley Keough and I was like oh, that would have been a good ending and then they kind of show their hand a little bit by like doing the whole ending sequence where he's obviously sick and his mom is sick and his dad gets sick and it's like okay that's kind of I, I would, didn't really like that part but yeah anyway you know what else we didn't like uh, this next film The Mummy Woo-hoo! The Mummy is the uh, Fantastic Four of 2017. I, yeah. 
I don't know how I don't know how we played that out because we we saw the Fantastic Four together, and then we saw the did we all see the Mummy together? Too? No, I, oh, it was we, just me and Aaron. You, you went with us because you saw it before us and told us how horrible it was. Oh and we're like, yeah, okay. we were searching for a horrible movie, so we're like, well, we gotta do this now. Yeah, and this we did an entire uh, podcast about how horrible it is. So go listen to that. It's horrible. Uh, next up, uh, Beatrice at Dinner, which I watched. Uh, just talked about this recently. It it's a preaching to the choir movie, mm-hmm. but it's had some nice performances. Uh, next next up, the Book of Henry. Have fun which with this. I one, watched this week, and oh my god! I'm still gonna watch this, so don't don't spoil anything. This is a film that needs to be seen to be believed. I don't know if I can think of a more misguided and tone-deaf film that has ever been made. It's so bad, but it's so entertaining (laughs) because it's so unbelievably awful. And I am very glad that uh, Colin Trevorrow got kicked off of Star Wars. Like, okay... He didn't write this movie. Like, it's not his fault. But he chose to direct it. I guess, yeah. I don't know, man. I still got to give him props for uh, for uh, Safety Not Guaranteed. Give him a tiny bit of props for Jurassic World. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think he was ready for a Star Wars film. No, no. I think maybe a few years down the line when he's got some more legs under him. Sure. Let's give him Han Solo, Solo 2, or Two Mighty Solos. But not now. Solo 2 duo. I will watch this. I want to get to 85 films before I finish my thing, so that way it just kind of works out better. You're not going to hit 90 anymore, so you haven't even... No, I'm going to... I always do 5 and 5 at the end anyway, because my top 5 I want to kind of have as a separate thing. So... Just gonna, I can't do 90 in a week. I can't do another eight. I'm so burnt out on movies, Aaron. I just can't. Well, we still got a lot of movies to cover here. So well, that's fine. I just don't want to watch up, them. Well, uh, the, we're probably going to only do this tonight. I'm sorry, guys. The, the Beguiled. Lacey, you and I have watched this. Love Beguiled. Love it. Great cast. Great direction. to watch the original to see how it compares because yeah. I think this probably did some nice uh, feminist updating kind of thing. Probably. Sofia Coppola got snubbed. Mic drop. Yeah. yeah. Alright, next. One we all really enjoyed. The Big Sick. Love it. Just talked about it last week. I don't feel like I need to again. Yeah. If This, this is one rom-com that I can get behind. Yeah. Okay. And this is the, uh, the second of the, as we mentioned, the second of 2017 films that I rewatched. And mm-hmm. it, it, I enjoyed it better on the rewatch. It has a lot of really funny moments. It's really clever and nice social commentary. Nice. Uh, you know what's not clever? This next film, Transformers The Last Night, Couldn't which do I forced myself to sit through and, uh, it is the worst Transformers yet, and I don't know what more you need to know about it. It's it's terrible. Couldn't Moving do on. It. Couldn't do it. Baby Driver. We all watched this one. Whoa. Yeah. Give me that soundtrack. Give me, Give me that, that soundtrack. Action. 
rations. Give me that goodness and all up in myself. I love it. Yeah. I love this just, movie. <laughs> I, it's a beautiful movie. Just so so much fun, so tense, so funny. That that Mike Myers bit. Yeah. It's probably one of my favorite scenes of the year. It is really good. Um yeah. Love it. Love it. Yep. Still in my top ten. Yep, same. Uh next, uh Okia, which I just talked about last week, but it's a good movie. It has a good message and it's a fun little tonally confused mess of a wonderful film. Alright, next, uh, one that you two have seen, but I have not. Despicable Me 3. Too many oh, yeah. bees. Too many bees on the Despicable Me's. Too many Despicables. So, like, better than Despicable Me 2 and Minions, but still garbage. I can get behind that. Alright. Uh, next up, The House. I just talked about it last week. I, I'm still... I'm still in the camp that liked it. I just, you're I did. You've still in the chance the rapper. Okay. Yeah. I, again, did not like it as much as he did, but there are some good bits in here, and I was consistently entertained. There was not a moment where I was like, oh, okay, this is boring. Like, I feel like that's just where I'm at in my life now, is like, I can watch these movies that are maybe, you know, like, okay, but are, like, boring. Or I can watch a movie like The House, which has a couple good jokes in it, and I'm having a good time the whole time. And I'd much rather watch a movie like The House. You you have acquired like the dad status of movies. You're like, oh yeah, it has jokes. It made me laugh. I think it was worth <laughs> I'm my not, time. I'm not quite there. My dad yesterday oh. told me that Bright looked good. And I'm like, no, Why is your not. dad voice so old? Do oh. you think people become dads when they're like 70? Or... Not in today's society, but... <laughs> What does that even mean? I don't know. People are becoming parents later in life now. Um, Aaron. But uh, next up, uh, The Little Hours, which Lacey and I have seen. Yeah, we just talked about that last week, too. Yeah, we did. Great cast. Lots of funny moments. A few... Mm, questionable. Events, yeah. But otherwise enjoyable. Uh, next, Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. The funniest superhero movie of the year. For sure. I like Lisa Spider-Man. It just it did a really He's great job of a Marvel hero. And this film did an excellent job of capturing like his personality and like his kind of status as like the low-level New York City hero. So, so like I re- this is one I rewatched. And that first opening like 20 minutes is amazing. And then everything after that is kind of not as it never lives up to that early 20 minutes. And I feel yeah. like that's a little disappointing on, on rewatch. Or like, as I'm watching it the first time, I'm in it. You know, I'm like enjoying my time. But, of course, there's the great uh, Captain America, Hannibal Burress line. <laughs> pretty sure pretty sure this guy's a war criminal now or something, but... There's so many great, like, just like bit parts for comedic talent. In this. Yeah. So, I'm really excited to see the sequel and see, like, this cast grow in, like, this high school environment. Yeah, same. Uh, next, a ghost story, which Lacey and I have seen, and that pie eating scene is amazing. Is, I don't understand why that is like the most heart wrenching 
scene of all of 2017, but yeah, it is. It is. It's literally just Rooney Mara eating a pie for upwards of five minutes. And yet, I was it's riveted. <laughs> this is, it's, it's a beautiful film. And uh, has, a, has a few iffy spots, I, I would say. But yeah. like, it's a very well-constructed film. It's a very clever film. And it's a very like emotional film. Like, look. When I do my end of the year list, it's my favorite. Not the best. Because there is a scene in, the, in a ghost story that I do not like. And almost ruined the experience for me. But by the end... My face hurt because I couldn't. I was trying to cry and nothing was coming out anymore because I had used all my tears. And if that's not a selling point for a movie, I don't know what is. Also, Cash right. is in it. Yeah. Next, uh, War for the Planet of the Apes, which we all watched. Yeah, good. I'm a sucker for the Planet of the Apes movies. I can't wait to watch all six of the old ones because I'm going to get through them. They're not going to compare it to this. The first no. one, still really good. Yeah, oh yeah, first. But the rest of them are not Well, guess what? Guess who's going to watch all six? You are. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we didn't do a... We didn't do a spoiler Spoilercast, cast for this, no. I don't think. Um, but... Yeah, just, I think it's really good. I don't think it's as good as Dawn. Because no. Dawn is like... One of the better sci-fi movies of this, of this decade. So it was going to be hard for it to compare to that anyway. And uh, I don't think we were really necessarily um, delivered on what we were sold on. It's not really War for the Planet of the Apes so much as it's the great escape of the Planet of the Ape. Yeah, but they already used uh, Escape from the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, so I liked it though. And they already already used uh, like Battle of the Planet of the Apes or whatever. Yeah. Whatever. They're running out of titles, and but they should still keep on making movies. I yeah, I'd love to see them make a fourth one. But guess what? Disney's not gonna let that fly. <laughs> oh, Disney's definitely gonna use the brand though. Let's make it funny. Let's make it a good time for kids. <laughs> uh, you know it's not a good time for kids. This next movie, uh, Wish Upon, which Lizzie and I have watched. Kids die in that one, so that's so definitely bad. not a good one for kids. It's so bad. Um. Yeah, maybe one of the worst, like, Split is really bad, but Wish Upon has one of the worst takes on mental health that I think I've seen in 2017. I, yeah. Where they're just talking about their mom, the mom, and how she had uh, committed suicide a couple years earlier or whatever, and I, I don't remember the exact line, but there's one that the dad says that's so, like, oh my god, that's like early 2000s levels of bad dealing with mental health. So, I don't know. Just watch this it if you want. This whole film feels like it came out of the early 2000s. Yeah. 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 Alright, next up. One I think we all really loved. Dunkirk. Yeah, I love Dunkirk. It's my number four still. So. It's very fun. wonderfully shot. Yes, for sure. One of the best kinda, directed films of the year. Like sure. I just kind of come in, throw in a good one-liner, and then we move on to the next movie. <laughs> yeah, I I do want to say, me. of the no. movies, of the movies from this year, um, no, Lady Bird's my favorite, but Dunkirk is probably the best, the most well-crafted, yes. expertly directed, written, acted, shot scored like everything yeah it's just like a masterpiece of filmmaking like just the art 
yeah. of film. This thing does everything to perfection. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, next, Atomic Blonde. Okay. We all watched this. Yeah, David I watched and this recently. Aaron just And recently. I love the soundtrack. Mm. Yeah, it has a good soundtrack. The soundtrack was real vibey. I was like, ooh, like I feel like I'm there. Like, ooh, <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that's some cool action. You get it. Yeah, I think I really enjoyed like the action scenes, and I like uh, Charlize Theron's uh, performance, but uh, I think the storytelling just... I don't understand why they made most of this film like flashbacks, like she's telling the story of what happened, because it just robs everything of tension. Like The only tension in the entire film is in that last like 10 minutes, once they're past that whole uh, framing story bit. Yeah, and then I'm like, oh, this could, this is very unpredictable. This is very, you know, tense now. But before that, it's just, it was a really poor storytelling choice. I mean, there's definitely going to be a sequel at this point. So, yeah, do you think we're going to do a crossover with Atomic Blonde and John Wick? Is that a, in the cards? Oh mm, my the, god, the years are too different. They're too far apart. John Wick is current, and that was like '80s. I don't know. They'd find a way. I guess maybe. I mean, they could go back to when he was an assassin. Yeah. I mean, you haven't seen... You guys haven't seen I John Wick I mean, it's not like yet, Keanu Reeves has aged since the 80s. No, because he is he is immortal. Yeah. So. All right, next up. You know what else is immortal and will never die? Uh, the Emoji Movie. God. Everyone praise the Emoji Movie. It is our new god. <laughs> it is our new god, and I don't know what more we need to say about it. <laughs> Bow down before the <laughs> bow down before the advertising prowess that is the emoji movie. <laughs> Remember how bad the ending of this movie is? We talked about this for bad movie of the week. Yeah, but, uh, it's just right, uh, so. when when you're the only one who can feel other things, that makes you the god of the emojis too. This film just made me die inside. Yeah. Uh, next up, uh, Detroit, which mm. Lacey watched and I just watched this week. Mm. So, uh, mm. I think this is a very well-directed movie. This was actually the first uh, Catherine Bigelow movie I've seen. Same. So, but really impressive. It was really tense, really like harrowing, and you know, really disturbing uh, a lot of bits. I do think that overall, I I feel like it wasn't challenging enough. Like, it very much is just kind of like, okay, we already know that all of these things are issues in society that persist to this day, and there's no real point of showing us them again if you're not going to come at it with a new perspective. Mm-hmm. So I think that point disappointed me, but uh, otherwise, I think it's a very well-crafted movie, mm-hmm. and very well-acted. It's overly long, though. Yes, that too. It's, uh, I, like, once you're out of the motel... You need maybe, like, a little bit in the courtroom, a little bit of after, but they, like, dwell on a lot of that stuff for so long. It's a little much. Um, Yeah. But I will say, I I understand where you're coming from with, like, it needs to be more challenging, but I also think it tells a story that's so seldomly looked at, I think, that I kind of give it a pass on that, just because, like, it is just telling the story that, like, really, for David and I, happened in our backyard, like, 40 years ago. Um, 15 yeah. now. Um, but, wow. 
what a sad, horrible thing that happened. Yep. Alright. Next up, uh, The Dark Tower, which uh, <laughs> David and I have seen. Uh, this was a huge waste of potential that almost made and me time. want to never read the books again. Like, it's so bad. I'm yeah. still going to read the books, but... The, nothing exciting was in this movie. Yeah. It was basically just Idris Elba and the kid walking around the different worlds. That was the movie. In which, okay, you can argue that like what all movies are just like they walk around different places. But, like, they just don't do anything. Like, they're just like, oh, we gotta go here. We gotta go here. We gotta go here. And then, they, but they don't like collect any items. They don't. They're just traveling. I wanted to like this movie. I wanted this movie to be good. Yeah. <laughs> I will not see this. Sorry. <laughs> Alright, next. Uh, Wind River, which I just watched this week. I need to watch this. This is one of the ones I want to add to my yeah. scene. This. It's one I definitely recommend. It's one I wanted to get to before the end of the year, and I kept on pushing it back, but uh, I finally got around to it, and it was really excellent. You know, very well acted, very very well written. Like, this guy, I forget his name, Taylor Sheridan, maybe, but excellent screenwriter. I think it's very similar to Hell or High Water in that it's using a lot of familiar tropes and stuff, but it's telling them in such an exciting fashion that it's a really entertaining movie. Okay. So, highly recommend it. How does that stack up against The Snowman? Moving on, uh, Annabelle Creation, which we all watched. I it's have grown... definitely better than the first one. Yeah, I've grown more, less fond, though, as time has gone on. The ending sucks, but there's a lot of good scares. The ending is, like, legitimate garbage. Eh. David, yeah. Yeah, I was just on it. Like, they had a real chance to retcon that horrible, horrible film, and instead they doubled down on it. Like in one of the worst double downs I've ever seen. Like, what is yeah. the point? What are they trying to say with this ending? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. All right, let's see. Uh... Ingrid Goes West, which you watch. Yeah, I mean, I love Aubrey Plaza, and I like her movies, so I liked it. <laughs> Moving on, uh, Nocturama, which I watch. That's this is the one other I'd one. Still very highly recommend. It's a very unusual film, like a very strange narrative structure, and very, very, it's a very artsy movie, but it's just a very kind of like fascinating examination of like class conflict and mm -hmm. like uh capitalism and all it's, it's a bunch of ideas that i'm really fascinated by and were in fact going to be incorporated into a screenplay i was writing and i was upset that this film took it and did it in such a cool fashion <laughs> so i'm very jealous of this don't movie. you hate when that happens <laughs> it's the thing that i was telling you about with a 10 cloverfield lane where i'm like yeah. oh man yeah yeah, that song could really work. And then it's like, no, they did that in 10 Cloverfield Lane. Now I'm mad. <laughs> you know what film is not exciting? The Hitman's Bodyguard, mm. which David and I watched. We talked about this last week. You said it wasn't exciting? I, yeah. 
it's not exciting. Like the Ryan Reynolds and Samuel Jackson do a good job, but the plot is just so generic and boring. Oh well, yeah, but when you're going to that movie, you know you're not getting. You know you're getting Samuel L. Jackson and Ryan Reynolds just swearing and making one-liners at each other. That's that's the movie you're going to watch. The, yeah. I'm not. I'm not going to be like, oh, like I care about this the the bad guy because he's trying to save the environment. But no, like that's of course it's going to be horrible. It's just going to be them yelling one-liners and doing actioning things and be be like, oh yeah. That's all the movie was. And it delivers on that, I suppose. Exactly. Alright, next. Uh, Logan Lucky, which I finally watched this week, so we have all seen this now. Alright. I thought it was really good. I thought it was great cast, uh, really fun, really funny. The bit at, in the prison where they're trying to get the uh, Game of Thrones <laughs> yes! books, that was hilarious. Yes! Yes! Oh man, and Adam Driver, too. Yeah. Solid. But uh, I don't think it's nearly as good as Ocean's Eleven, but still a really fun heist movie. I've never seen any of the Ocean's movies. Neither have I. And aren't they making like a pre Ocean's like nine or eight? Like which Ocean's is like a eight, yeah. which is uh, no, it's a sequel, I think. Yeah, it's oh, in the same so universe. Yeah. Okay. Oh, never mind. I want to see the Ocean's movies. I enjoy Logan Lucky. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's higher up than I ever expected. I saw the trailer and I'm like. This is, I don't know. It's a movie that's hard to make a trailer for, I think. And then when I finally saw it, I was like, man, this is just a good time at the movies. So, Yeah. All right, let's see. What about Dave Made a Maze? What you've seen? Dave Made a Maze, man. I'm going to, I will pound the pavement for this movie all day. I love this movie. It's not good. Like, or, or, no, I'd say it's good. It's nothing better than good, though. And it has significant problems. And yes, Aaron, it's way too indie. Some of the ideas could have been reined in a little bit more. But just pure creative drive throughout this entire film. And some were like, I love the way they handle kills in this movie. Like, they're gruesome, but also, like, childish at the same time like there's blood but the blood is like paper mache and like stuff and it's amazing so if you like just a weird like look at like i don't know i don't know it's again not a movie i can recommend to everyone but if you're looking for this sort of movie dave made a maze oh boy that's a good pick all right uh next up death note which Lacey and I have seen, I think we're more favorable to it than, like, the entire internet. Because I think this had a great cast, and it was, like, uh, it did a pretty good job of condensing the entire show into a movie runtime. Yeah. I I don't think it stuck the landing. The ending is really flawed. But otherwise, I enjoyed it. So when you say the ending, how far into the ending do you mean? I mean, like basically the entire like last third of the movie oh really i love the ferris wheel scene i loved it as like a scene but i don't think like the the logic surrounding it mm. held up in the show's universe i think that when that chicago song kicks in and oh my god it's so good like i just i watch that scene every once in a while and i'm just like that's a good scene um but yeah the ending feels a little rushed 
overall. But um, another candidate for one of the better soundtracks of the year. So, all right, guys. Uh, next up, another big one. It, which we all watched. Did a spoiler cast on this. This is the biggest horror movie of the year. The biggest horror movie of all time. And I say, well deserved. This did an excellent job of adapting the book. And great cast. Lots of fun sequences. Really excited to see the second part. I never thought I'd watch it and like the parts that weren't the horror more than everything, like more than the actual horror. Because the horror is good, but the relationships between the kids and their conversations are just so damn nostalgic to me that I just love every moment of it. I just want to watch a movie of them just hanging out. Like, that's all I want. So, I think this is a horror movie that delivered. Yeah. The projector scene, man. It's a good one. Lacey, what about this next horror film? Mother. Not a horror film. It's marketed as a horror film. It is, and I think that's why a lot of people didn't like it. There are horrific things that happen, but that doesn't make it a horror film. Aaron, I need you to don't, see this don't movie. Go too in depth in your no, uh, analysis of this surely uh, thought provoking and not at all pretentious movie. I'm not saying it's not pretentious. I'm just saying, and I really want you to see it because I want to talk to you about this. I want to see it. But there is like a very personal aspect that I found in it. Mm. And. Like, people can say whatever they want, but, like, oh, it's dumb, it doesn't make any sense, it hits the nail a little too hard on the head, but that's if you only look at it from the one direction. There are many different ways to look at it. So, that's all I'm going to say. I loved it. I know I'm I'm, not alone, but... I'm hoping to get to this film this week. Like, this is the last Mm -hmm. 2017 film that I'm like, yeah, I'll probably want to watch that before I finish writing the errands, but... Again... It is pretentious, but it's like that level of pretentious that's just bearable enough to where you're like, okay. What about the pretentiousness of this next film, uh, Kingsman the Golden Circle, which you two have seen? Pretentious? <laughs> I don't know. I'm <laughs> just trying to cope with transitions. Yeah, transition. Um, take me home, country road. Like... The song of 2017 was Take Me... Well, I don't Take know Me Home Country Roads. Yeah, it's been in like four movies. And John yeah, Denver like and even more. Movies. Like his songs have so, been in tons of movies. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, yeah I don't know. But um, I... I I think everyone was harder on this movie. And I am not as hard on it. There's one plot point where... Yeah, we, ta- we of, talked about it, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not gonna say it to spoil it for you, Aaron. But there's like they they, they could have done like a million other things, but they just decided to go that plot point. I was like, all right. I yeah. think the action is really fun, and I that's about it. There's like some good action sequences, and then there is over the top performances by Julianne Moore, which I love Julianne Moore, but she is doing something not right here 
and one of the worst cameos I think I've ever seen. To the point where it's not even a cameo anymore. He's in it too much. It's not funny anymore. Stop. Like I said before, it's South Park humor. But like if South Park was funny. <laughs> so, I don't know. Yeah. Alright, next. Uh, the Lego Ninjago movie. Which Lacey and I have watched. Down with Lego movies. <laughs> this is like... I'm not favorable towards this Lego movie. I think without like the the long running brand like bounce off of, mm-hmm. it just didn't work as well. And so there's some good humor scattered throughout and there's some good uh there's good animation as always, but it it's just clear that they didn't have enough like material to keep like the snappy wit and constant, like, visual humor and great one-liners of the previous Lego movies going. Well, and, like, it feels... It doesn't feel like it could have only been a Lego movie, you know? Like, I feel like the Lego movie feels that way. I feel like Lego Batman feels that way. This movie is, like, you could have done any animation style, and it would have fit. So, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Next up, Battle of the Sexes. Yeah. Not what I was expecting at all. I had no clue what to expect. Going, I was just expected a sports movie, and it is that, but it's also a lot about Billie Jean King and her homosexuality before she realized, you know, that like I don't know what what am I even trying to say here? But like, it's a lot about that in her relationship with her hairdresser at the time, and I was like way happier that it was about that than just a sports thing the whole time. I mean, I was in because it was Emma Stone and Steve Carell, and I like both of them. But once I found out that there was something deeper to it, something more to that story that had something to say, I was much happier with that. So, I don't know. I think it's good. I think Emma Stone dissolves into that role, too. Like, after a while, I was like, oh, yeah, that's Emma Stone. Just kind of, she's good. She's very good. All right. Uh, next up, David, uh, American Made, which I actually watched this week. So, tell me about it. Uh, I thought it was entertaining enough. I think Tom Cruise does a good job. He's like act- actually acting for once, and I was like, "That's that's fun." Tom Cruise is acting again. I like that. And I thought there were some funny bits. I thought it was an interesting story, even though I'm sure it was not factual at all but uh yeah so i thought it was a fine movie nothing except where all, I, but that's about where i was when i uh was talking to you about it and then a few scenes i really just didn't like how they shot mm-hmm. like the camera like the camera lens i remember talking about yeah and i i can see what you're coming from now because it is that whole like documentarian like style but like it didn't like it was supposed to like look older and like good but like it didn't do either it just looked bad yeah so yeah the lighting in this film really yeah yeah i told like that's what that's what i was talking about what was wrong with the lighting it's just it's so uneven it's like super intense and then other times it looks normal and it's like it feels like it was like they hastily reshot this or something and didn't bother to, you know, correct the lighting kind of thing. Hmm. Let me just uh, bring in some, like, minor film school knowledge here. 
when it's the documentarian style, you mean it's the cinema verte style. So, uh, stop talking, save your voice. Mo- right. Moving on, uh, Gerald's game, which uh, David and I have both seen again. I didn't watch it. Really, really enjoyed this. Yeah, uh, I did as well. It is one well, of the better horror movies of the year. I agree. Yeah, love that say, gruesome bit that uh, we, we don't want to spoil, yes. but. Uh, Cause I don't, I don't cringe almost, but like that scene of it. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Ending's a bit long, but otherwise it's really good. But I was okay. Yeah. Like it's, I'm, it's important I'm, to the story. It just feels like they could have shortened it a little. Yeah. All right. Next, uh, Cult of Chucky, which I watched. Uh, brings a few actually interesting ideas into the franchise, but overall very uneven and not a great portrayal of uh, mental illness. Uh, moving on, Blade Runner 2049. Lacey and I watched this. I wanted to talk about this so bad for Best Picture. Oh, I don't think the it's going to get thing. it. It's not going to get one. So no, not then all. do we do our follow-up? When it's when we finally we can do a follow up at some point. All right. Maybe when it hits DVD and we can rewatch it. It is on DVD now. So this is no, it's not. It's, it's tomorrow. Not digital. It's not DVD yet. But I think it's tomorrow. But no, it's next week. Okay. Next week. All right. All right. Next week. All right. But this is one I'm definitely going to rewatch because it it lived up to all everything I hoped it could be, which is you know it doesn't hurt the original film at all but in fact enhances like the themes and the stories and the characters of that yeah in such a beautiful way and it you know updates the visual uh like the immersive environment for like modern film technology so it's like really cool doesn't answer the replicant question which is great right no, that's part of why it doesn't ruin the original exactly so. but, all right let's see um, oh wait better quick. watch out Quick thing about Blade Runner 2049. Still think it might be the best love story in a film this year. Maybe. You haven't seen Shape of Water yet. No. I, I just mean, like, of the ones I've seen, obviously. But, yeah. I think it's great. That whole subplot is A+. Plus. Yep. Uh, Lacey, better watch out. Mm. We talked about this last about week, this, I think. Yeah. Great uh, subversion of expectations. Yep. Uh, happy Death Day. Yeah, I'm, I still liked it. It's one of the better uh, Groundhog's Day uh, ripoffs. It's the best Groundhog Day ripoff of the year. Of the 2017, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, next, The Babysitter, which we also just talked about yeah, last week. Like Enjoyed it. it a lot more than I thought I would. Belle Thorne. Actually a really funny script. Good comedy actress. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Next up, the Meyerowitz stories, new and selected, mm-hmm. which I watched this week. Uh, I have to walk back some statements I made on this podcast <laughs> and admit that Adam Sandler can make a good movie. And so it's a really good movie. Like uh, just so many great, like kind of down to earth, like really relatable bits. Like this is, I forget his name, but he's the guy who's, like dating Greta Gerwig. Noah so it's Baumbach? like very similar. 
What? Noah Baumbach is his name. Yeah, that's his name. Yeah. So it's very similar in style to Lady Bird. Lady Bird is oh, obviously okay. superior, but uh, oh, but just kind of like that whole like, you know, this is a really relatable, really humanistic story, and it's really cool. So I would definitely recommend this. You're going to make me want to watch this now, so... You should definitely watch this. Here we go. I'm going to watch it before the end of the, week, <laughs> end of the year. Nice. All right, let's see. One I should have gone to, but I did not yet. The Killing of a Sacred Deer. Riveted. I already talked about this last week, but man, I, I'm still... I, I identify with Yorgos Lanthimos' style so much. It is amazing, so... All right. Uh... Lacey, uh, Amityville The Awakening. Hate we it. We both watched this. Hate it. It's horrible. They should have kept it on the shelf that they had it on for so many years. We got to watch it for free, though. <laughs> no, no, no. We got to own it for free. So, so uh, whatever. Uh, next up, Leatherface, which I watched. Uh, no, one, no one wanted this. No one needed this. Uh, we did not need to see Leatherface as a orphan child. Uh, moving on, 1922, which I watched. Mm. Uh, too much uh, telling, not enough showing. So, not the best Stephen King adaptation of the year. Bye, long shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, Creep 2, which Lacey, you and I talked about last week. Yep. Interesting direction. Excited to see where they go next with the franchise. Naked Mark Duplass. Alright, yeah. What more news <laughs> Uh, next up, uh, Jigsaw, which uh, Lacey and I have seen. Yeah, I hate it. Can't believe they went with the same twist ending again. Twice. Two twist endings that were both already used. There are some fun traps, and it's the best directed film of the entire series. Mm-hmm. From a technical standpoint, but I can't believe they used the same twist ending. I hate it. All right, Lacey, what about this next one? Mr. Roosevelt, which you watched. I mean, I just recently talked about this, so quick thoughts. Um, still high on it. Still think it's a good... Like, this is my thing, man. I told Aaron, I'm like, I think Mumblecore might be my, like... Might be my jam. Like, one of my jams. Because it's just something so endearing about it. And... Noel... I, I don't know how to pronounce her name. Noel Feiss or something like that. She is... So endearing in this role. Um, but also, you know, plays the darker sides of the character super well, too. So, yeah. Really liked it. All right. Uh, next up, Thor Ragnarok. David, you never got around to seeing this, right? I did not. Okay. Uh, it pains me. Because I guess. Did we do a spoiler cast when you weren't here? Yeah, we did. Yeah, I did watch the second one. I did watch. The second Iron Man. No, no, Iron Man. no one should watch uh, Thor: The Dark World. Uh, but uh, I, I did. I watched the second Thor. But Thor Ragnarok, Lacey, you and I have already gone very in depth about our disagreement. <laughs> I don't. Day. I don't feel any different than I did. So um, I don't hate it, but I was just disappointed. I expected more. Yeah, I can understand that. Uh, next up, a film that uh, met all my expectations, even after massive hype, uh, Lady Bird. Lacey, you and I have seen this. Beautiful film, so relatable, so just well-acted I... and well-constructed and well-written. And 
This won't surprise you at all, but I cried on the way to work today, thinking, thinking about the drama teacher. He was like my favorite character. Yeah. In the entire movie, and he shows up for like two scenes. Yeah. But yeah, I no, I understand, man. Yeah. Uh, David, are you ready for this? This is your big moment to shine because this is the only film on our list that only you have seen. Yes. Give it to me. Daddy's Home 2. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I've seen this movie. Not that good. Um, but it's a little no, good it... then. <laughs> huh? So if it's not that good, it's a little good then. So, Mel Gibson, I feel like, played himself. Oh, so an anti-Semite. So, so I didn't know. I'm like, is it a, like, do I laugh at this? Ha, ha, ha. Like, he's kind of being really insensitive. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't know. But there's something about Marky Mark and John Cena played a bigger role in this one. I'm like, okay, whatever, John Cena. You can be there. I wouldn't, call, I wouldn't call it fun, but it was okay. It was, it's definitely not necessarily the funny movie that I love, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Lacey, what about Murder on the Orient Express? It's a whatever movie, you know? It's, like, fine. It's serviceable. I don't... I'm not going to say that. All it's right. a spoiler, but... It was there was a nice part of this movie that I think the whole world needs to see. So don't spoil. I'm not going to spoil it. Uh, uh, next, Lacey, uh, three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. So Twitter hates this movie, I guess, and uh, it's it, uh, necessarily that they hate it. It's that they wanted something else to win Golden Globes. Yeah, I can understand where people are coming from. They feel like maybe it doesn't tackle uh, race issues super well. Oh, it did! It did win the Golden Globe for best motion picture drama. Oh, Twitter's gonna be a firestorm. I mean, who cares about Twitter? It's all fake people. It just the, uh, the disaster artist won uh, comedy. Good. Um, I feel like this movie, um, it, it got pushed out of my top ten recently. But there are some good bits. Francis McDormand is great. I think Woody Harrelson's great. Sam Rockwell is really great in it. Um, and overall, just an, just an interesting movie. I like the dark comedy. That's also another thing. I think if you don't like dark comedy, this movie is like as dark as it gets. So, I don't know, man. I don't know what to tell you. I liked it, so... I'm excited to see it. I wish this is one I could have gotten to. But um. yeah. next up, uh, guys, it's Justice League. Hate it. I just want it to be good. I want DC to prosper, and like I, I want all the good vibes to go to DC in 2018. <laughs> Send your thoughts well, and prayers to DC this year. <laughs> they do have Aquaman coming out, and I have hope for Aquaman. I am just. I think Justice League for all its colossal failures as a coherent movie it at least looks like it's getting DC back on the right track I guess yeah 
I, I'm excited uh, for the future. I think, did you see what James Wan tweeted? Where someone asked him if he was going to do, like, the air bubble to talk or whatever. And Aquaman, yeah. he's like, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're not even, like, pretending that. They're, like, have completely disowned Justice League already. Yeah, like, like everyone in that universe is just like, Like, even no. Joss Whedon is just kind of like, yeah, it sucks. And yeah. James Wan is like, yeah, it sucks. And Jeff Johns is like, yeah, it sucks. <laughs> they're like, we made it. It's there. Yeah. And yet people still defend it. Like it's one of the greatest cinematic masterpieces ever made. Yeah. It has some good parts. But definitely a huge disappointment. Yeah. Not the Justice League movie I think any of us would have wanted. Hashtag no not my Justice it. League. <laughs> uh, Alright, next up. The Shape of Water, which I watched, talked about extensively last week. Uh, beautiful film. One of uh, Del Toro's best. This is the third one I'm hoping to see before the end of the week. Um, I don't want. I want to see this bad boy. Yeah. Should, yeah. Or a good boy. It. He could be. It could be a good boy. It could too. be a good boy. It could be a good fish boy. Macy, how do you feel about the disaster artist? Love it. I love it. I again, beyond my better judgment, I realize it's not the number three movie of the year. But hell, if I'm not gonna make it that. <laughs> So, um, I mean, I love James Franco, and I just, I can't look past how inspirational this movie was to me. It really, it moved me in ways I was not expecting to go into the disaster artist and feel such deep things for Tommy Wiseau and be like, man, like, despite everything, he still made a movie, and like, he just did it. Sure, it was with money that we don't know where it came from, but... And he finally made it onto the uh, Golden Globe stage. Only to be clotheslined by James Franco. <laughs> He's a real-life meme. He really is. Um, Alright, guys. Uh, Star Wars The Last Jedi. Let me just talk about about it, but we all really, really love this one. Yeah, internet one can go get... Star Wars ever screwed i don't know that <laughs> felt like that was i tried too hard not to make it vulgar that it just sounded more vulgar after <laughs> all right uh next uh bright which i watched this week uh couldn't resist and it's horrible it's it's so bad it's it, it's so bad that uh suicide squad is probably better than this film so, uh, now I need to see this film. Really poor attempt to explore systemic racism. Like, they didn't even try. They're like, oh, let's slap a few buzzwords on there, and maybe people will think we have something to say. They don't. No. And just oh, sorry, like the dumbest world building ever. They're just like, oh, we need three magical wands to resurrect the Dark Lord, but also, magic has no limits at all in this world. So, hmm. okay. And then, uh, the ending is just like the, I, I think they literally gave up 20 minutes from the end of this movie. Like, I have no idea how else to explain how poorly this movie, like, ends. I think they literally just, like, gave up. How much do you want to bet? 
that if Max Landis was not on a like social media silence, which you should be Max Landis, be ashamed of yourself, he would totally be saying, This isn't my this isn't what I wanted for this movie. Like this is not what I wrote. This is not my movie. Like he did with literally every other movie he's ever written. At some point, you're the problem, Max. At some point, it's not their fault that American Ultra is bad. It's your fault. It's not their fault Victor Frankenstein's a piece of garbage. I'm Remember sorry. Remember when Victor Frankenstein bombed and he started defending, like, he started ranting about how there's no original ideas anymore, and everyone's just like, you literally just made another Frankenstein movie. The dude is just way too up his own butt. He is a terrible person, yeah. by all accounts. Yeah. So, moving on, uh, Molly's Game. And this is the last film mm. on our list, Molly's Game. So we... Lacey, take us out with a bang. Mm. Molly's Game is a good movie. <laughs> I'll say more than that. Uh, it's in my top ten now for the year. I was going in expecting to like it, because, again, I like Sor- Sorkin's dialogue. But, my God, this movie is just such... It's like two hours and 30 minutes long, but it does not ever... You never feel that length once the whole time. It cuts... uh, It does, like, the atomic blonde thing, uh, where it goes from the present back to the past, where she's retelling the story. And for the first 10 minutes or so, I was like, this narration is a little over the top i'm not a big fan but i came to like enjoy it the longer i heard it and it got better i I, it grew on me um and just what a crazy story like by all accounts this is one of aaron sorkin's like you know like real life to movie like one of his most realistic adaptations which is just crazy to me because this is crazier than anything that happens in the social network which is like extremely fictionalized so, the fact that this is, like, mostly all true is insane to me. Like, what a weird story. Also, I heard this before going in. One of the characters is supposed to be playing, like, Tobey Maguire. And Tobey Maguire is a real piece of garbage, if this is true. <laughs> like, wow. Like, wow. Would not have guessed he had that darkness inside of him, but... Interesting. Yeah. I definitely want to see this, but I probably won't until it hits DVD. Yeah. Jessica Chastain, great. Idris Elba, great. Kevin Costner, he's not in it much, but when he is, really great. And Michael Sarah. Oh my God. Hearing Sorkin dialogue come out of Michael Sarah. <laughs> it's amazing. So I love it. I really think I need to sit on it more. But as for right now, it's high. All right. So, guys, that was the 2017 in movies for us. Uh, I would say really good year. Yeah. A yeah. lot of films that I really, really loved. I have a really solid top ten to share on The Errands, which will be coming out soon. Not sure when, because I realize it takes me a lot longer to write these than I thought it did. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, so, uh, guys, let's move on. No. 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 Yeah. <laughs> we're just cutting the rest of it entirely? We're at two hours. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. 
So uh, since we had so many films to cover, two uh, hours worth of it, <laughs> which doesn't compare to the 366 hours plus that we watched of films to bring you this two hours of hopeful, hopefully uh, very entertaining. Uh, we did discussion. this for you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so that's going to be the entirety of the podcast this week. Is so next week we will be coming back with more uh, recasting and what we've been watching and upcoming movies of the week and all the usual stuff. We'll do but Pokemon, now, then. Yeah. But for now, we're just going to leave it at our thoughts on all the movies we watched this year. So, Very good year. Yeah, it was a very good year. We hope you all had a very good year as well and enjoyed a lot of movies this year. Uh, so if you want to find us around the web you can find Lacey at jake underscore lace on twitter find him at jake lace on tumblr his end of the year wrap up where he covers all the films he watched will be out soon not the week that this comes out but hopefully the week after again there are three movies that i want to watch before then and that depends on the time that i have to watch them so <laughs> you know fair so, yeah, I won't be sick hopefully um, next the week. Competition, so, no. no, I couldn't. I dude, I watched Ghost in the Shell and I, The Great Wall on the same day and it killed me. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> I can't do this anymore. Why am I doing this to myself? I just sat down and played Horizon Zero Dawn. I'm like, this is much more fun. Why am I wasting time watching garbage movies? <laughs> Alright. Yeah, if you want to find David around the world, you can find him at dbex15 on Twitter. dbex with two S's. Uh, if you want to find me around the web, you can find me at littleflamedude on Twitter. You can find me at this clever blog name, it's already taken, .tumblr.com. And I will have the errands up possibly this week, maybe the week after. Hmm. I'm not sure, but they'll be out soon. So look for, forward to that. And uh, if you want to find the podcast around the web, you can find us at Reboot Already Underway on Twitter. Give us a like on Facebook. You can check out new episodes on SoundCloud and iTunes. Uh, and leave us a good review if you like what we say. All yeah. Right? So we'll be back next week with all the usual stuff as well as another interesting topic. And the joke is not going to die even though the year is over. We're going to be talking about the Bye Bye Man anyway. Now, so, uh, now that the Slender Man movie is coming out in 2018, will you bring that dead meme back? Well, apparently they're going to bring the dead meme back whether we want it or not. So, Do you see that trailer? Horrible trailer. Yeah, it's bad. But nothing can ever top the Bible man no. I think I don't know when something comes around that is as just unbelievably incompetent as the Bible man then the joke will die but until then don't think it until then say it bye bye he's bringing his he's bringing his ending from the other show what is happening alright I won't be sick next week sorry guys <laughs>